Greetings listeners and welcome to the Damon Discussions. I am your host Matt Damon and thank you so much for joining me. This is a show where I get to share conversations and discussions I have with some of the fascinating people I've met in my life. A place to share experiences, discuss life and really just open ourselves up to other points of view. Now I'm coming to you once again from these strange locked down times. Hopefully everyone's doing alright in their homes and if you're one of the frontline key workers making sure that our countries keep running. Thank you so much. We really appreciate your hard work putting your life and the lives of your loved ones at risk to make sure that the rest of us have somewhat of a normal life to lead and a normal society to hopefully get back to sooner rather than later. Speaking of, this week's guest is Matt Coggins, primary school teacher and recently he's become a little bit of an online sensation with his PE with Mr. C videos that he's been doing with his two lovely daughters. Now Matt is a person that we've known for several years now. He was, I would say, our first friend moving down here to Somerset. He started off as a teaching assistant for my wife in her first school placement here. And we've since bonded as family over our love of Star Wars. He introduced me to one of my newest passions, the tabletop game of X-Wing. It's basically moving around little plastic ships on a table choosing a deck of cards for your team, rolling dice to try and beat your opponent's little plastic ships on the table, and uh, outplay their deck of cards. It's great. More than that, he's a fellow educator, primary school level, just like my wife and I are, and he has a love for PE, just as I do. So, I thought it would be a good time to catch up with a person who's trained to become a teacher here in the UK, find out about that journey, and see what it was that set him on his path of delivering PE lessons to the nation with his two beautiful daughters. So please don't go away after this short break, I talk to PE with Mr. C himself, Matt Coggins. Welcome back listeners, I've got this week's guest here with me. He's a fellow educator, but now he's a fellow homeschooler and the world's newest internet sensation with his YouTube channel PE with Mr. C, Matt Coggins. Matt, welcome to the show. Thanks very much for having me on, Matt. That's really nice of you. Oh, it's great to have you. Um, Now, this would have normally been a face-to-face interview because you only live about 30 minutes away from me. But we're living in strange times, Matt, strange times. So we're having to do this uh, via Skype. Thank you so much for making the time out of your busy home scheduling, homeschooling schedule <laughs> to have a chat with me. Yeah, no, it's, uh, absolutely. I, I cannot agree to you how much it is to see a friendly face. These are very strange times. And um, yeah. just seeing somebody you know and chatting to somebody you know and seeing the face at the same time, it's, it is, it's a really nice experience. It really is. Uh, um, we're quite fortunate being able to access the internet, use some of the life's luxuries as normal, and bring all you listeners at home another episode of your favorite podcast. Um, now, Matt, you are a primary school teacher. How long have you been a teacher for? So I've been a teacher uh, for about 15, about 15 years now. Wow. Probably going to sixteenth year. Long time, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I kind of basically did it pretty much straight from, you know, as soon as you sort of could from university and the like. So, yeah. Okay, so Good amount what, of time. Sort of, what sort of um, training route did you follow? So what did you study in university and then how did you go from there? 
Yeah, so I uh, went to University of uh, West of England because um, I grew up in sort of Bristol, as you can probably tell yeah. from my accent. And um, uh, yeah, and uh, then I went to, I, I actually started by doing um, a, a joint honours degree in uh, psychology and sociology. Okay. Um, and then I quickly sort of just changed, really. I, I felt that sociology wasn't sort of the thing for me, and uh, I had an opportunity to do psychology and education. Um, okay. And then once, once I finished that, uh, I did my PGC, which I did at a training centre called Somerset Skit. Okay, what's um, a PGCE for the listeners at home? Sorry, yeah. So PGCE is a post-grad certificate of education. So every okay. teacher out there basically needs to have a PGCE to get their... Uh, their teacher training sort of standards so to be able to to be able to be a teacher a qualified teacher okay and uh when you were doing your training um what, did you have to do teaching placements um did you have many assignments to hand in did they test your level of maths language <laughs> yeah yeah all of those things actually all of those things yeah so what i loved about the skip program um it stands for school centered initial teacher training Okay. Um, what I loved about that approach was it was more heavily schools focused. So you spend okay. spend more time in schools, more time sort of in the thick of it, and you you learn a lot more that way. You've obviously got all the the assignments to do, um, the skills tests to do that you're talking about, your maths or English, um, ICT as well. Then and uh, it was just a better approach. It meant that you know you were kind of getting a a full almost kind of apprenticeship year uh, in schools, and they were very good. They moved you around different schools. Um, in different um, year groups so you could work with different ages of children uh, um, and, I, and, I, and yeah I really love that approach and I just think that was a lot better. That's a really good approach because I know um, I've had a lot of student teachers come through my classrooms where their various programs have had them do the minimal minimal amount of um, practical work and then once they start their classroom being in charge of their own classroom they find it's quite a harsh awakening and a stark difference to everything that's theory based to practice yeah i couldn't agree with you more it is a completely different living out being a teacher day by day yeah. to what it is when you're sort of you're training um and that's what i love about the, the placement system and because you do you get the class the class are yours that's brilliant and also you have a teacher there but you know just the little things going home coming into school all the little things that happen in the in the fun of a school day yeah. um, you get to deal with that i get to experience it and then it's not so much of a shock when you get your own class because i know oh, a lot of good. uh NQTs, newly qualified teachers, when they're in their first year, yeah, that's a really hard year. And um, I think that 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 school-centered approach gives you a lot better preparation for those sorts of things. Excellent. Yeah. So apart from being school fo- uh, school focused, it gives you that personal um, experience, hands-on experience of being in schools. You mentioned NQTs, newly qualified teachers. Now, myself, coming from a teaching background in South Africa. I came up against something called the QTS, Qualified Teacher Status, here in the UK. Can you explain what that is, please? Yeah. So, being to get to get that actual sort of standard, you need to be um, reaching sort of certain levels um, within the sort of profession. So, you need to be able to take. You've had to have done certain assignments. You have to be kind of accredited. So, you have okay. to go through like an approving body, and they have to be happy. So. In a sense, there's like a set of standards that the government would line out for you that you need to be able to do um, okay. and unit evidence. Um, and what the kind of QDS does is kind of say that, you know, that you have met all of those standards, met all of those briefs and you're able to do that. And you've got evidence to back that up and then they will then officially give you that sort of 
that qualified teacher sort of status. So it's kind of like an intermediate step for once you've done your initial teacher training, face yourself in the classroom, get your QTS, and then you're like, let go on society. Uh, yeah, you are. Yeah, yeah, absolutely that. Yeah, and it, and it, you know, it is tough, but the way that these courses are sometimes really well uh, planned out is that it guides you to all of those. And said so if you in that NQT year, um, you know, there's lots of those that you've still got to try and tick off as well. So. It's just really important. Did you, you have a mentor during your NQT year? Your newly yeah, year? yeah. You know, you have a mentor as normally an experienced teacher. Um, doesn't have to be um some of the same sort of key stage or um, same year group. Could be somewhere okay. else throughout the school, and um you okay. kind of liaise with them and they kind of help you through. They'll be the ones that observe you, sort of. I don't want to say check up on you, but sort of the ones yeah. to make sure you know how you're doing. Is everything okay? You know, and give you sort of advice and uh, guide you along the way. Excellent. And what drove you to becoming a teacher? I mean, you were on a nice little path of child psychology. You ditched sociology there. I don't blame you. I did sociology <laughs> for one year at university, and I was like, get out of my sight. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, so, yeah, what sort of um, made you think, you know what, I want to be a primary school teacher? I just loved school. <laughs> I just loved school. I know. It is, but I just loved it. I, I loved every minute of it. I mean, I've like never left technically because wow. I've just gone through education into education into university and then boom, yeah. into school. So, yeah, I just love school. Um, I loved learning. I had some, particularly me at primary level, just fantastic sort of teachers along the way and uh, just motivated me so much and um, just got me to really enjoy learning. And oh, um, I just think at the end of the day, if you can make children enjoy learning um, when they leave your class or leave your school, I think you've done a great job. So I think that was what's all about. And I thought I can do this. Uh, I reckon I could, uh, you know, I want to inspire the next generation of people just to just to love learning. It's what's all about. Brilliant. Yeah. And sort of take that um, that love of learning and apply it to different parts of their life, I guess. Yeah. I mean, this, the age old thing is that we are educating children now for jobs that haven't been created yet. So, yeah. you know, when me and you went to school, there wouldn't have been, you know, I'm not saying the internet wasn't around, but even probably what we're doing now, this video calling. Hey, we didn't have podcasts around when I was in school. <laughs> we no, we didn't have that. No. We were on the cassette players and mixtapes and recording yeah, off man. the radio. You know, it was that was that was like the height of technology. So these kids, you know, we've got to get them in a way that they can apply these things that are learning to just these new things that are, you know, coming in the future. So absolutely agree and why primary school and not secondary school i really just i think it was just the the sort of age group i mean i loved my secondary school i mean yeah. you know it was sort of that too i i just felt like for me um, i always just felt like i had a kind of a better sort of way and a better manner with younger sort of children um and i, I just never thought about secondary for a oh, second wow. it in my my mind um it had to be just primary for me all the way really so you kind um, of just I, had that feeling, the force yeah, guided you. I did. The force just called me towards primary school teaching. Uh, it was just sort of thing that I, yeah, I wanted to do. Um, and I just feel like at primary level, I'm not saying you can make more of a difference because I don't know if that's technically true, but I just felt like I, that would be a, I'd be stronger at that level. And uh, Maybe where you could make more of a difference? I think so. I think it's because I had a really positive primary school experience and had some really good teachers and I think I just wanted to kind of yeah you know do the same again for the next generation really. And um, what do you think was what did that inspired you to 
really latch on to PE and um, physical education as your passion, as your sort of your your niche, your your thing? Yeah, yeah, my niche. I don't know. It's a really odd one. I remember doing my first sort of job, uh, being at NQT, and um, you know, as you sort of finish your NQT year, you kind of end up taking on like sort of a role and responsibility. Um, so I was given I suppose you could say or kind of you know sort of pushed persuaded oh yeah <laughs> and behind my back uh, how about you know how about would you like to do sort of PE I don't want to go down the stereotypical sort of uh, man route but I mean I don't know those of you out there who are listening male teachers tend to not generally be in sort of the primary sector as much maybe and yeah. um, PE was a sort of thing I had a had a bit of an interest in I always enjoyed sort of PE and stuff at school and it was sort of like, you know, would you like to assist somebody in sort of running the PE? And yeah, I just started, it just started to unfold bit by bit. I think it was the fact that, you know, we'd create the football team or we would do this and that. And I think for me, it was just, um, it was just that doing something different uh, mm. outside of school, not based on that sort of that, that classroom sort of stuff all the time, seeing those children that sort of, you know in a light and it just it was an interest of mine how sort of it could go and I think that's just what took me down that road to to focus on it really was uh it was that chance to see that difference chance to see um the children have opportunities that they wouldn't normally have in the classroom yeah yeah speaking on that what sort of um opportunities and uh sort of guidance do you think PE and sports gives children who maybe struggle with academics or maybe have uh, a little bit of difficulty socializing with their peers. Mm-hmm. I've often found that those are the kids who are totally different in a PE session or in a sports team. Um, can you speak on that a little bit? Yeah, it's really odd because you do tend to find that uh, the, the children can be very, very different. Um, it, it, and, yeah. and for them, it could be that one thing that they really enjoy about school or that one thing that they are really sort of passionate about. And you're definitely mm-hmm. seeing children in a in a completely different light um, yeah it is it is fascinating to see it does work both ways there are some children that really like that structure and they're all about the learning yeah. and they actually don't like PE yeah. <laughs> that could be quite a challenge at times um because you know I think that the classic for me is you get that child who's successful in the work successful in the writing or the literacy or the maths and it comes to PE and they're not so successful and then they sort of like oh no I don't want to do PE and you know I don't mm. want to do this doing that because it's not a realm that they sort of couple with but when you flip that around it's just really interesting that you've then got these uh these kids who are quite academic in school but actually they're not particularly good at their source you know sports I think it's not willing to give it a go and I just feel like that's exactly what it's like for those children who aren't as academic and aren't mm. particularly good at sort of maths but actually they do really flourish in there and it just I think what I like about the primary school setup is it gives uh it's it's much wider and it yeah. gives children sort of chance to sort of uh blossom in sort of lot you know lots and lots of lots of different areas um opportunities wise it it can be it can be quite school dependent yeah um, and that's one so, thing I've, dependent yeah space yeah and i have found that the lot the further down i've gone in sort of teaching and teaching p how how different it can be sort of from from school to school um yeah it, it can get quite frustrating at times because mm-hmm. some schools are quite driven and and will do a lot and be very successful and then some schools have got um i would in some schools they've had some oh such you know sort of 
sleeping giants in terms of PE. I remember when I started uh, at one of my schools and they'd not really done much. Um, okay. And I sort of started there. I was like, right, you know, should we get a football team started yet? Should we start doing indoor athletics? Yeah, 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 you can do that. And I was like, you know, I was just keen for for all this sort of stuff. And then we just started winning at football and, oh, and doing really well in athletics, going to county finals for this, going here, going that, like doing incredibly well. And these these kids have been in school for the last four, sort of five, six years, and it was never, um, never, um, sort of never been spotted and sort of never happened before. And I just feel like we've got to have that kids need to have that opportunity to succeed at every single yeah. point in the curriculum and in their lives to sort of uh you know m- much as possible so yeah opportunities are really really important um i mean for me what i always say to sort of children and things like that is i think people don't really realize always focus on the importance of losing yeah. so i always say to people you don't realize how great winning is until you've lost several times really yeah absolutely <laughs> you know what i mean yeah it doesn't mean anything if you win everything all of the time that um, doesn't lose meaning no so it's yeah. like anything if you find something really really hard or you really struggle with something but when you get it it is such mm. a good feeling it's exactly the same with pe you know if you if you're not particularly good at something or you've you're you're you know you're, you're losing in a match or this that and the other but then that time you win it's, it's a, it means it's, so it's, it means so 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 much more so if you're it's, you know don't want to go down the don't want to bring up the competition sort of issue <laughs> i love competition <laughs> <laughs> well from where from where you're from it you know you'd love that sort of, sort of thing yeah but you know um the uk has gone down through a little branch of uh not to say lack of competition but they've tried to sort of structure the way that they do competition a little bit more um but if you don't lose um, if you never have the opportunity to lose, you don't really know what it feels like to win. And I think from a social point of view, um, the things you get out of P in terms of how you interact with each other and, and you've yeah. got that teamwork aspect is really, really important. Uh, P for me, it just there's so much you can do with it. And it, it's just got so many elements. So it's so many sort of strings to it, so many sort of, you know, different places you can go. And I just think it doesn't, I don't say it gets undersold because I think at the moment yeah. there's money going into it and it's being yeah, pushed is. a lot more. It's the, the Olympics did the world of good for this country back in 2012. And ever since then, they've really been putting sort of money into giving schools the money to do something. Um, I don't think we're quite there yet. I still feel, uh, you know, some schools and that, you know, we've still got a way to go and we still do have obesity problems. We still have issues with sort of children not engaging. Um, but I think we're definitely going down the the right route. But if you can just get children to enjoy something. That's the number one thing. Yeah. Then you've Make got it them. fun for them. And yeah. The minute it's fun for them, it stops becoming hard work, and yeah. even though they're tired, and yeah, that it is kind of hard to do. It's not, yeah, it's not seen as work. No, and you and you you kind of feel like you're tricking them. You kind of yeah. like you're tricking them away. You know, we've all done it, and you know, you can sort of, you, if you can if you can get them enjoy it, turn it into a game, into something, then Brilliant. you know it becomes a lot of fun. So, um, and I think if you've got them, if they're having fun and they're exercising, then yeah, that's a win. You, that's that's the dream <laughs> that is the dream speaking yeah. of living the dream 
Yes. <laughs> we're living in a bit of a dream state at the moment. Um, here in the UK, we're on a lockdown. Um, everyone back in South Africa is on a lockdown, as is many countries around the world right now. Everyone's living through the threat of possible contamination and and uh, falling ill with COVID-19 and mm. hopefully not spreading it onwards. And so we're doing our bit, staying home, making sure that we, as they say, flatten the curve. Yeah. But what that could lead to is less people being active. Yeah. You've taken some amazing steps in this regard. Um, when I saw your first session pop up on my Facebook feed of PE with Mr. C, I thought, hey, look what Matt's doing. This is cool. Let's let's do it with my kids. And it's sort of taken off from there. What inspired you to make that first little video? It's a really... I, I remember it quite vividly. I, I remember... Um, so, 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 from, so my background just briefly will help slightly with sort of the decisions that went along the way so okay um yeah so my wife is uh currently pregnant so at this sort of time she's 15 weeks pregnant oh, um congratulations. That, thank you um this put us in a bit of a situation when uh the government decided to say that you know she was in the vulnerable person scout uh, yeah. group so she got sent home from work which i was pleased about to protect her and um, then they put us and our family in a very difficult pos- position because we're meant to be sort of protecting her so the schools that I worked in said they think it's best for me also not to go in Understandable. Um, so I also got sent home as well which I'm really pleased it's just not worth sort of taking any risks um, at all um, but left me just feeling a little bit like I wasn't doing my bit you know and yeah, I, I, and I, I, I felt that. a bit of a not a spare part but I felt like there must be something that I can do you know without really leaving the confines of my home that I can still reach out to these the kids that I work with in all of these schools um because I miss them and I know how important it is to see a friendly face and to keep that routine as as you know how important it is to sort of keep routine um and I just felt like I must be able to do something and I just literally just said to my, my wife Becky I just said why don't I just make a video of just some of the warm-up games, no equipment, no nothing. I could just, we could do it in the lounge. I'd grab the webcam out, grab this tripod out. Like, we're just, I'll just have to learn as we go. And um, I just, you know, I just send it to the schools and uh, maybe I'll put it on YouTube or something so they can see it. And that's just, okay. you know, I just must be a way that I can sort of reach out to people. Thinking mainly um, of your friends, family and the kids that you teach. Yeah, friends, family and kids I teach. Literally, I teach across sort of four four schools really across the week. Uh, Middlesbrough and Uthry on a Tuesday out at Langport. Wedmore on a Wednesday. Uh, We're on a Thursday and Cheddar on a a Friday. And um, I just used to seeing them once a week. And I thought, well, if I do this, maybe they could do this in their classrooms. Um, Or maybe could lighten the load for the teachers. You know, the teachers can just literally say, right, um, oh, we're not doing PE, but um, maybe we could just do this video that Mr. C's sent us. Um, this okay. could be a warm up, or and, and the idea was to sort of kind of like help out the schools and help out yeah. the teachers with just like kind of ideas. But I was really adamant on sort of key things like zero equipment is or yeah. as little equipment as you had. If you had equipment, it'd be stuff you could find around the house. That's clever. Um, I like that aspect of it. Yeah. So as you, if you see some of the videos, some of them like using cups and bowls and all sorts of yeah. random stuff, pairs of socks and all sorts of weird stuff. Um, and I just want it to be more of a, hey, don't just stick me on um, all of the time and just let it be me. Like, let's do this as a family. Let's just let's, let's do this as a sort of a group. Like, here's a seed of an idea. Yeah. You take it where you want to. Um, and I thought, well, if I just do a couple of videos 
uh, just and it was all mainly really about just sort of stuff that you could do individually. Because yep. I know there'll be kids at home, they're just they don't have any siblings or That's you it, know yeah. it's gonna be really difficult. And I just thought a lot of the just... PE sessions you need like a team of this and a team of that. Yes. So I like what you've done. You've you've made it so that each, a kid at home by themselves can do it yeah. or the family can join in and yeah. It's really fantastic. Yeah, but the, obviously my, my two my two co stars, my daughters. Oh uh... they've <laughs> <laughs> they have captured everyone's hearts haven't they <laughs> oh bless well i just thought you know what if i can do it with them then anyone can do it you know that's what yeah. five and six um you know let's just give it a go and if i can and they're like my best sort of testers really so i'll just randomly yeah. say to them what do you think about this for a game or what do you think about that for a game was this fun was it not fun and like, yeah that was good or it wasn't good so they're, they're pretty harsh critics but um <laughs> And they're like, you know. no, sir, you did not teach us that one right. Absolutely, yeah. They would pick me up on loads of stuff. And I tell you what, if there was some behind-the-scenes footage, some of it would just oh, be wow. brilliant. Like, you know, oh, it would be really okay. good. But um, I just do it. Time. I just do it one take. I make it. I don't mind what happens during that bit. I just I want it to look homemade because that's yeah. what it is. I'm just trying to reach out to people. And but that's just how get a is. <laughs> yeah, you know? exactly. You can't, re- you can't rewind. Um, it's not real life so the idea is just to get i've really focused on as much activity in a shortest sort of period as sort of possible yeah um you know because as a p teacher might teach cricket or tennis or this or that and people don't have that sort of stuff at home or they don't have this so i have to find a way that i can get people just moving um as quick as they can doing as much activity as they can uh, sort of in, in 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 a small space really so a lot of it has been filmed in the front room and that's not Brilliant. a big front room no. um i've done a few bits in our small garden outside because just trying to make it keep it sort of real um yeah and it's it's all gone a bit crazy really so yeah how's the response been it looks like it's been a really positive response yeah so the, the response has been it's been crazy so it went from people emailing me say oh can we put this on our home you put your channel on our home learning page so um you know if you do new videos but we can see it can we do this in schools like yeah fine then i've had obviously put it onto social media and it's been shared and then somebody said oh do you mind if i put this into our school page yeah fine i've seen it being used out in australia i've seen it being used sort of like just all over the power of social media i mean and right now in the time that we're in I think we've seen the best of social media now. I am definitely seeing the best side. Uh, Speaking of the good side, have you had any trolls? I have not had any what I want to call trolls. I have had a few, as we call on the YouTube, I have had a few dislikes. Ah. Um, That's fine. Like, that's absolutely fine. Like, I'm I'm honestly not phased by that. At the end of the day, I am not doing this to... uh, to make a career or make money yeah, or it. anything this is all about just getting people yeah so you know and that, and that's absolutely fine but no the response so far has been it's been really good people have been really really good I, I think i'd like a few more people to be a bit like oh can i have a video for this or have you thought about doing this or i mean i think the only feedback i've had not negatively has been oh it's a bit for younger ones and it's like well that's kind of the road i've sort of had to go down no, um, I can appreciate that, but I think that mm. there's a lot out there yes. for sort of 11 plus. Yeah. Um, and some positive feedback because yours is for sort mm. of the younger ones um, is that there's 
all these exercises that are out there is kind of for getting these younger children. Yeah. And so I've seen some people sharing or specifically targeting mm. parents mm. of younger children. So mm. you're hitting it right yeah, it I, in that yeah. spot. Yeah, because there's some there's some people out there. There's a, a great guy over here called Joe Wicks who's absolutely fantastic and does this sort of uh, uh, workout every day. He's doing it over to the nation, and it's fantastic. It's really good, but it's not for younger children. No, um, no it's not. It just it, it just doesn't work for younger children. So different audience. That's all it is. Different audience, and that's fine. And he's getting like yep. nearly a million people watch it. That's brilliant. That's like a million people doing exercise. Fantastic. But um, you know. All I've basically done is just make it fun, you know. We um, appreciate that. And I yeah. can attest to um, how far it's gone. A lot of our teacher colleagues in South Africa are sharing it with their schools that mm. are on lockdown, putting it on their school pages. People that I haven't actually shown it to have started showing to me and saying, hey, have you seen this guy? <laughs> <laughs> and that's when you know you've made it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it is so weird when it comes back around. You're so right, you know, when people that's sort of... Amazing. Or I've had a few really lovely things. Um, I mean, the positives I've had, I've had some really funny videos sent to me of their children doing it um, at home and so and some real little children has been really sweet. Um, but the most interesting one that I never expected to come back was the amount of people saying it's so nice to see a familiar person's face a familiar face it just keeps coming back and back and back you know um, that's exactly and, what we've been doing with the boys we're like let's do one of uncle matt's videos and they're like yeah Yay, uncle matt! Yeah, yeah, hi. <laughs> yeah. yeah and that's why i'm hoping to do some live sort of streaming stuff eventually i've got great. a few internet issues here at the moment <laughs> um right. but if i could get that i was thinking like once a week we get like anybody and everybody wants to go on Let's all do the same thing. Let's all run through the jungle together. Let's all play brilliant. the beat game together. And then people you know can what? like type in in the live chat, give me a shout out. And I'd, I'd love that to just bring everyone together in that one space. I don't have anywhere else to be right now. So <laughs> that's, that's, just great. that's the great thing for me. Like I've got everybody. Everybody's like locked in. So it's yeah. fantastic. <laughs> and I just want I, my, the dream is to set a world record everybody doing running through the jungle for the entire <laughs> world make it into the, the guinness book there we go that, that's, Aim high. That's, that's the dream <laughs> um for our listeners at home have you got a quick game a quick activity that you can explain to them to do um if they haven't seen your channel what sort of thing it is that they might expect to 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 come across there yeah, so for me, um, the channel initially is really set up for no equipment, small space, um, yeah. high, high, high activity levels. So okay. uh, one of the most popular ones on there uh, is, the, as we keep talking about, the running through the jungle game. Yep, so if I love it. It's great. So if you've not seen it, basically what I've done is I've taken the idea of running through a jungle. Yep. Uh, and as you go through the jungle, you meet different things along the way. Um, and you're doing sort of if, if different exercises. So, for example, first one is if I, every time I say running through the jungle, running through the jungle, you have to you have to run at the same time. And then as I stop, you have to try and balance. I try and focus okay. on sort of one legged balance. And okay. I could say that multiple times. So at the start, I might say it lots and lots of times, get those activity levels up. Uh, if I say something like log, they've got to imagine they're running and a log pops up. So you have to jump over a log. So you have to do a really nice into a tuck jump, sort of come down. Um, if I say branch, they have to duck, get down nice and low on the floor. Uh, if That's I fantastic. say, yeah, if I, and I'm, basically what I do is I just add in all these things. Now, what I love about that idea is you could change that at home um, yep. and you could do 
anything you wanted. So I've had That's children before. Can we swim through the river? Yeah, fine. Let's put some swimming in. Can we um, be chased by crocodiles? Yes, of course you can. Like if you want to add your own thing. Um, that's absolutely fine. It's limited it's, to your imagination. That's fantastic. Yeah, you can you can totally make up your own one. We we are and house at the moment. We are working on a Star Wars version. You'll be pleased to hear. Oh, I'm excited for that. So yeah, we're we're having some conversations at the moment um, about making one. We've got you know got big plans with May the Fourth coming up and lots of things that we might wanna might wanna yeah. try and do. But yeah, what's really nice is you just you're just making these things into a game and again like coming back to what we said earlier they're in having fun they're enjoying themselves yeah. they're running around and they don't really realize that they're doing any pe so i think that's so important in these stressful times and as our children can pick up on our anxieties and uncertainties give them a bit of levity levity give them a bit of fun give the whole mm-hmm. family something to laugh at and laugh together with yeah and, um, keeping those heart rates up yeah, and if parents do need a break, so I mean, a lot of the feedback that I've had is, oh, you know, this is great, but could you just make it a bit longer so I can, I can make a cup of tea, whatever. So what, what I've, my recent thing I've done is I've put like an extended version of every warm cup game okay. into a playlist, which you can then shuffle or repeat, so you effectively Excellent. could have twenty minutes back to back of just games. So if parents want to do that, and then they just want to just go and chill for a bit because it's difficult for parents we're asking yeah, parents to be teachers you know they're, they're not qualified teachers so no they're not it, 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 it's it, it's hard out there right now yeah. so i just thought if it gives them 20 minutes or 15 minutes or the children can access it themselves um i've made all the videos for kids so i think they're available on the sort of youtube kids so they can access it and if they want to do it whenever they like then yeah that's that that's what i want to do for them so excellent Oh, thank you so much, Matt. Before we go, can you give a shameless plug to your YouTube channel? Tell yes. listeners where they can find you. So if you go onto YouTube and you type in um, P-E space with space Mr. Space C, um, you will find me on there. Um, you'll see a lovely picture of myself wearing a black top. Um, yeah. And just just if you want to just watch the videos, if you want to subscribe, that's fantastic. Again, it's I've set it up in a way so there's no ads on there. Uh, there's nothing in the way. It's all literally just to be getting people active um, all around the country, really, all families, just getting active. So, yeah, Excellent. please do it. And I'll, I just gets me even more motivated to do some more videos. And if you want a particular video about something, um, please just contact me on there. There's a comment section on that you can comment on and I will do my best. I had some requests for phonics ones. Um, so I did a phonics one. I've got a spelling one that I'm working on. I've got a maths one that I'm working on. So I'm just trying to basically. Keeping you busy. Yeah, but it's good because, you know, you Excellent. can do maths and PE all at the same time. So. Oh, brilliant. Thank you so much. And I'll make sure to put a, descri- uh, a link to your channel in the description yeah. of this podcast. Matt Coggins, thank you so much for joining us. It's been great having you on the show. Please take care. We'll speak to you again soon. Yeah, thanks very much for having me on. Thank you so much, everybody. Take care. It's been brilliant. Thank you, listeners. That's Matt Coggins, primary school teacher and PE sensation from PE with Mr. C. We'll be back after a short break. Please don't go away. Welcome back, everybody. I hope you enjoyed listening to that discussion as much as 
I enjoyed catching up with my friend. It is really tricky not being able to have personal and social contact with people during these times, but through the joys of social media, messaging, FaceTime, Skype, WhatsApp, whatever your chosen form of communication is, please do remember to keep in touch, check in on each other, and have your usual conversations, nerd out, share stories, share inspiration, share your griefs, share your gripes, and just keep talking to one another. Another thing you can do is keep moving. Make sure you follow PE with Mr. C at Matt Coggins' YouTube page. Leave some comments for him there. Leave some ideas for future shows. Maybe leave some pictures and videos of you and your family moving around, doing the games, and uh, keeping your bodies active and having fun together as a family. You can follow me at DiscussionsPod on Twitter, and soon we'll have that Facebook page up and running. Oh, it's coming soon. And future listeners, if you're listening to us one day in the future and this pandemic has passed, I hope that you are still washing your hands and you are still watching out for your fellow human being. Until next time, thank you so much for listening. Keep safe, wash your hands, and don't touch your face.